What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Fractured Poet. Thank you to anyone and everyone that is listening. Again, welcome back to Fractured Poet. This is a podcast for all of you poetically insane individuals who love getting lost in the art of poetry. Podcasting from Ontario, California, I am your host, Katrina Wisniewski, just another person in the world obsessed with words, just striving to make sense of it all. So, um, you guys will be happy to see, obviously, this has taken me less time to come up with an episode because I kind of threw a whole bunch of stuff together, so hopefully it's good. Um, I... I'm going to try to make this episode a little bit shorter. I know the last one that I had done is just a little over an hour. So I'm going to try and cut it down again. If you want it less time, more time, don't hesitate to tell me. Um, I think you can comment if I have polls or questions or whatever you want to call it after these episodes. Please feel free to message me. If you guys don't know already, I do have an Instagram, Fractured Poet, and Fractured Goddess on Instagram, so if you can't reach out to me or make comments off of this episode, please feel free to contact me or DM me, follow me, whatever you want to do, and just let me know what's up, how long you want it to be, how short you want it to be, telling me to shut up, whatever you want to do. But um, I'm going to get right into it. This first poem is called... Music for the Sleepless Awake when she should be tired, functioning on two hours of sleep. Music is her muse. It's the cure for everything. Lyrics running through her mind, singing in her head. If only her voice was good enough to be heard. As you guys can read from the episode title, Because of where I pulled these poems out of, I call this episode Insta Poems, because all the poems that I am about to read are from Instagram. They are from Instagram selfies or mainly Instagram selfies. And I did like little captions. I try to make my my selfies or some kind of post poetic to not just put a picture out there and just put some bullshit caption so all of these poems that you're about to hear and the poem that you just heard these are all from instagram and all from mini um captions but this one obviously as i just said is from instagram and it was a selfie that i had done and this is actually pretty true Um, when I had wrote this and when I had taken this picture, I was working on two hours of sleep for whatever reason. I couldn't go to sleep. Um, if I haven't mentioned it already, I, I guess you can call me an insomniac. Um, it's very hard for me to go to sleep sometimes so hard that I have to take a sleep aid to help me sleep. Sometimes I can scathe by without it and surprise myself and actually fall asleep on my own. But most of the time I take sleeping pills, but sometimes those pills don't work. And recording this episode, which is August 31st of 2023, 
I didn't sleep the night before, really. I had taken my sleeping pills, and I had never gotten tired. So sometimes I run across moments like that, but I was running on two hours of sleep, and I was listening to music. I had pulled out my laptop. I don't know if it was on my phone or my laptop. It might have been one or the other. could have been both. Pulled out one or the other and was just listening to music and kind of, you know, mouthing, moving my mouth to the lyrics and as well I'm not going to say stupid because I'm sure everyone does like to do it I really like to sing but I suck so the last part you know singing in my head or singing in her head if only her voice was good enough to be heard I have always wanted to learn how to sing and be a good singer and I wasn't born with that gift. So when I sing, I suck. So I try not to sing out loud. I used to when I was younger. And I would always get those weird looks like, ugh, like what the fuck are you doing type of looks. So I kind of got the hint that I kind of blew vocally. So I know I suck. You know, we all sing in the car. We all, you know, if you sing in the shower, if you're a shower singer, you sing in the car when there's no one around or, you know, if you're by yourself and you just let it all out. Some of you are good singers and you just have that gift and I fucking hate you and I'm very jealous of you. But, you know, whatever. You know, I'm the last part. If only her voice was good enough to hear. I was being sarcastic and kind of envious of those people that actually can sing because I do love to sing. I'm just one of those people that like to sing that really has a shitty voice. I'm sure anyone and everyone can learn how to sing, but, you know, not everyone um, has all their apples in a barrel when it comes to that. But I will shut up on that. Um, That's basically what that poem was about. True story. So the second one. Oh, yeah. And that one was written July 16th of 2023. Almost missed that one. So the next one I'm going to read is called Senseless Nonsense. When things are not always as they seem, she tries her best to make sense of the nonsense. Because when they don't, she oftentimes loses her way. Please don't ask me if this was supposed to make sense. I feel like reading this out loud, I... I don't feel like it makes sense, but again, senseless nonsense. So, um, yeah, another selfie. As I said, all of these poems are dug up from Instagram selfies. So that's just, you know, whatever. In terms of writing this one, I think a lot of these have some kind of validity in relating to myself or what I, whatever I was feeling in that moment. This one in particular... I guess it's it's just what it says. When things aren't always as they seem, she tries to make she tries her best to make sense of the nonsense. So when a bunch of fuckery goes on, shenanigans, nonsense, if you will, go on, we try to always make sense of it. Sometimes we're successful, most of the time we're not. You can't always make sense of something. You can't always put a positive side to things. You can't always put 
a realistic side to things. You can't always, you know, and in the gray areas, you can't always make things make sense. They just don't make sense in that moment. And maybe you might have a light bulb aha moment later down the line, like, oh shit, that, now that I think about that, that actually makes sense now. So, and when they don't make sense, she oftentimes loses her way or because when they don't, she oftentimes loses her way. So when things don't make sense, you kind of rack your brain to try and make sense of things and try to dissect and depict what these things, what this moment, what this event, whatever it is, trying to make sense of it. And when you put so much thought into it, when you overthink and overanalyze, when you're, you know, like me, you know, when you just do too much thinking and too much dissecting, things have to make sense. So you try and make sense of the nonsense. It does make you go a little crazy. It does discourage you depending on what the situation is. It does make you very discouraged, sometimes depressed, sad, lonely, angry, put the emotion to it and there you go. But that's pretty much what that one was about. I obviously was feeling something in that moment. So, and this poem was written July 14th of 2023. So this next one I am going to read, and these are all short-ish poems, by the way. So these aren't as long. I think there's maybe one longish one, but most of them are very short, obviously. So this one is called Internal Nightmares. She puts up a front, but inside, she's slowly losing control. Scratched, bruised, damaged, internal scars that will never go away. Her eyes tell stories that some only see in their nightmares. Stories that will have you screaming for days. She's fragile. So this one was written June 25th of 2023, another selfie poem caption thingy. This was very relevant to me. Um, not anything specific, but obviously because they are selfie poems, I kind of made them revolve around myself, my feelings in that moment. So... There are a lot of times, I've had a lot of shit go down in my life, personal life and whatnot, and I think we are all guilty of this at one point or another, if not all the time. We tend to put up a front. I tend to put up a front. People that know me, people that can see, have the ability to see through me and call bullshit, can see through that front. Some people may not be that... I don't know if smart is the word, but some people can't always detect things. And when I put up that front, deep inside, I am slowly losing control. You know, the way things have been going in my life, my personal life, not necessarily the people in it, but just my life in general as a whole. Again, people that know me can see right through me, can tell, have called me out. Other times, you know, even when they do, you know, I'm like, no, it just, I'm, I'm fine. Just, I don't want to talk about it. I'm fine. Just 
it's not important right now. It's the same shit I always talk about. I just, I don't want to talk about it. Other times it's just, I push it down and you push it down deep enough. It kind of swallows you whole and you end up going to a dark place and sometimes you can't get out of it. And just, it just, you know, puts you in a really deep depression you know, I'm, you know, internally scratched and bruised and damaged, you know, again, internal scars that will never go away. You know, I've, again, I've dealt with a lot over my time on this earth as a kid, as a teen, as an adult still, and those problems, those things have gotten more complex. So to sit here and internalize it and not tell people what's going on because in my opinion it's always the same thing I don't want to be that person like oh she's she's always going through that like when is she going to change why does you why don't things ever change and you know she just doesn't want to change it she's a lazy ass or you know whatever the comments are so I kind of step back on telling people things because it's always the same thing so I pull back put up a front put up that wall and just deal with the internal damage you know sometimes People can see it in my eyes that I'm not okay. I can have a smile on my face, but my eyes say something completely different. And that's usually when people start calling me out. And I'm sure, you know, we're, we're always told, you know, you may think you have it bad, but there are other people that have it worse off than you. And it's not trying to compete. And I've had to tell many, many people this, you know, my, you know, my dad included and just people that I know it's, I have been through a lot of stuff that may not seem like a whole lot to somebody else in comparison. What I might be going through, what I might be feeling, maybe nothing compared to other people. And that's, you know, that's the way that it is. You know, not everyone feels the same way. Not everyone has been through the same things or, you know, whatever, but Everyone's, everyone is entitled to deal with their stuff and label it the best way they know how to. This may be the most traumatic situation for me, whatever situation that is, but I'm not trying to one-up you. It's not minimizing what you're feeling. It's not even minimizing what I'm feeling. We might be both going through something similar, but one might be more complicated and more extreme than the other. And it's giving one another a chance to be able to, to understand, like, you know what, like, I sympathize with you. I can understand on some level, but I can't imagine what you're going through. And it's to be able to tell the difference because my nightmare might not be your nightmare. My tragedies, my, my life situations might not be yours, but it's being able to level with one another and be able to sympathize and kind of understand in some small way and not sit here. It's our tragedies, our fuckeries, our shenanigans are not meant to be competitive. Yes, you know, what I go through may not be the extent of what you, you are going through. So everything that I've gone through is, you know, less than shit in a toilet compared to what you're going through. So when in the poem says her eyes tell stories that only 
some see in their nightmares? Maybe so, maybe not. These could be stories that will have you screaming for days. She's very fragile. So everything that I have gone through in my life has made me very fragile, has broken me down, has torn me up. Everything combined is just has torn my confidence, my self-esteem, the way I see myself, the way I view myself, you know, certain things, certain people, certain things that people say, you know, have really shut down my confidence, really made me feel like a failure. So it's basically that internal nightmare. So everything I'm going through internally, sucking it in, putting it on the back burner, putting up a front, putting up that wall and fighting it on the inside is creating so many scratches and bruises and I'm just damaged. So, and I don't know why I keep saying the date at the end when I usually say it in the beginning. I don't even think I mentioned it, but I wrote this poem June 25th of 2023. With the next poem coming up, this one is called Dunzo. It's the look in her eyes. She's lost her mind, and there's no coming back from it. She's left. She's gone. She is totally, absolutely, positively done. So I wrote this one May 28th of 2023. I got it right. Didn't do it at the end. This one, again, has a lot of relevance, a lot of validity, and obviously relating to myself. Not that I actually have looked into my eyes, but it's just, you know, metaphorically and for selfie purposes, I guess. I feel like I have lost my mind in a lot of ways. Just... You know, as the poem is titled Dunzo, I am just done with a lot of things. I have put my hands up, thrown in the towel, not saying I'm giving up, but just saying, you know, in, in the moment, zero fucks given. Whatever happens, I'm tired of putting effort into it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't, whatever. You know, I've basically left the building. I'm no longer around. I'm gone. I am completely done with everything. Again, it's not saying that I am giving up, but just, I, I don't know. I'm sure you guys can kind of relate and know what I'm trying to say here, but just, just done with everything, done with the fuckery, done with all of this back and forth, being misled, you know, referring to my own personal life, just all the things that I've been going through in my life. I've had massive struggles with finding work and being very envious, very jealous of people that have gotten jobs really quickly. It makes me wonder if something's wrong with me. Am I not doing something right? Am I not doing enough? Am I doing too much? Is it me physically, you know, just, I start questioning a lot of stuff. And when this becomes so repetitive for me as it has been, I'm just, you know what, I'm done, you know, whatever. So that's, that's pretty much what that means. So moving on to the next poem, and this one's a little bit longer. 
This one is called This Portrait of Her. This red streak, some say, represents danger. Others define it as passion. What it really means is in the eye of the beholder. She, however, has a much more complex definition. Or maybe she doesn't. A streak of red invades her portrait so strategically as if it were meant to be there. Her eyes tell a story of forbidden truths, secrets, ecstasy, mysterious thoughts never to be revealed. To crack her shell, to expose her every waking thought is a mystery all on its own, for she trusts no one. Her eyes appear devious, yet seductive all in one breath. But which one is it? You decide. So I wrote this one May 23rd of 2023. Um, in the beginning of this poem, it says this red streak. This obviously was a selfie. There was some kind of filter, not filter, but some kind of effect that I used in this picture where there was a red streak horizontally going through the picture. So when it refers to the red streak or the streak of red invades her portrait, that's basically what it's talking about. And I kind of went with that. Like I said, I try when I make my post selfie or not, I try to make some kind of poetic reference write a poem, short poem, phrases that can be made into a poem or be added to to create more of it. So that's basically what this one is. It's And this one isn't really accurate in terms of um, like relating to anything specifically, but just a random poem, just pretty much describing the poem as as a portrait or reading between the lines, so to speak, and just making shit up, basically. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much where I had gotten this one. Um, sometimes, as with all of my poems, I can look at something, listen to something, and just get phrases that pop in my head and stuff like this comes out. So, that's, this isn't really pertaining to anything specific. So that's pretty much all I can really touch on this one. But the next poem I'm going to read is called Sleepless Brain. She's always looking in the other direction, always paying attention to her surroundings, always overanalyzing, constantly overthinking, she questions everything, but trusts no one. She never has a break to just be. One day she'll wake up and be at ease. Until then, her brain will never sleep. Okay, so I wrote this one May 10th of 2023, and this has everything to do with me because my brain never sleeps. I am always thinking, always overanalyzing, always overthinking, always doing something that requires my brain to be active. I can't shut it off. I can't just stop, shut up, 
relax, think of nothing. Sometimes I am successful, most of the time I am not. So paying attention to my surroundings, looking in the other direction, I'm always thinking or overanalyzing or overthinking something. And it can be good when I'm looking for a distraction, but it can also be very dangerous when those distractions cause drama internally, more so my brain. Sometimes it keeps me from sleeping. Sometimes I'm not aware of it. Other times I am. My brain is always going. There's always something I'm thinking about. There's always something I need to debate with something or with someone. There's just, there's always something. And I feel like I never have a chance to just be. Because, you know, in, in my opinion, if I am not thinking something, if I'm not not overthinking something or analyzing or overanalyzing something, I'm not, I I don't even know how to word that, but I just, I don't feel very, I don't even know if driven is the word, but Hopefully you guys get what I'm saying. I just, I always have to overthink something and sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing it. Other people have told me, you know, Katrina, you're overthinking this. Maybe you're overthinking this. And then that's when the debate comes up and call it defense mechanism. But I'm like, I'm not overthinking anything. What's to overthink? I'm being realistic or you're being negative. No, I'm being realistic. So it's like, I don't, I'm always continuously doing a rebuttal and going back in circles to basically, you know, I'm not overthinking this. I'm not overanalyzing. Okay. Maybe I'm overanalyzing, but there's a reason for it. And I just keep going. So you can never get me to shut up. So you better watch what you say to me sometimes, because if you get me on a tangent, if you get me on a topic, you will want to slap me, but moving on this next one is called a misled dream. Too much wishing is misleading. Her eyes are tired, tired of seeing the unnecessary, tired of seeing wishes vaporize into nothing. Too much is too much. I wrote this one May 7th of 2023, and I hope that even made sense. This is not about a dream. I don't even know where I came up with the title, A Misled Dream, but too much wishing can be misleading. When you wish for something and wish for something and wish for something, I mean, at least for me anyway, I'm not like criticizing or telling you this is the way that it is or pushing my thought process or my beliefs onto you. If it works, it's not misleading. That's fine. Sometimes I feel like when you wish too much, it can be misleading. And sometimes for me, even positive thinking can be misleading. And it's just, it's, it's really hard to get in that good place 
to think the opposite, to turn yourself around, you know, 180 degrees the other way, to not think this way is really hard. It's very difficult. So, you know, I'm tired of seeing the unnecessary. I'm tired of seeing things that shouldn't be happening. And I want to see things that I, I want to happen. I want to pull through, you know, tired of seeing wishes vaporize into nothing. When you wish for something, you know, I, I wish I had a job. I wish I had money. I wish I had this. I wish I had a new car. It's just people put wishing into sentence and sometimes wishing does become misleading whether it's changing your mindset, changing the wording that you say to yourself, actually making things happen, putting in the physical effort, making that change. And sometimes it's very difficult. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's unattainable. Sometimes it's impossible. Sometimes it can't happen right now. This has to happen in order for me to get here. And that has to happen so I can get here. And it's a process. And sometimes when you put thought to paper and really dig deep and know that this has to happen for this to happen for the rest to happen. It can be misleading. Sometimes it feels like a lot of work. You get discouraged and sometimes too much is just too much. And that's basically where I was going with that. Who knows if I, I don't know, but yeah. So the next poem I am going to read will be called waking up as me. This is me trying to pull it together, hoping to one day wake up with the confidence I was born to have. My eyes are exhausted, yet raging with fury. I try too hard for it to mean nothing. I wrote this back in April of 2023, and this one really struck. Reading it to myself is one thing. Reading it out loud, it puts it in perspective. Um, again, selfie caption poem. I don't remember the picture, but this was basically explaining whatever my facial expression was, whatever. This is me trying to pull it together. I've had my moments of falling apart, getting discouraged, saying fuck it all, giving zero fucks, however you want to word it, and trying to pull myself together, you know, hoping that one day things will fall into place, things will start happening, there will be, you know, signs, whatever, however you want to word it, just things need to fall in line, fall in place, and sometimes when you try too hard, and put more and more effort into it, the more resistance you get. So sometimes you kind of have to take your foot off of the pedal and be a little less resistant and just let things fall. And I mean, metaphorically, you know, hoping to one day wake up with the confidence I was born to have. Confidence is not really something I have. Maybe in some things... But I'm very modest, to say the least. I don't have a lot of confidence in myself, in a lot of things, if not everything. I don't have confidence in myself at all. So, trying to pull myself together, realizing, okay, 
this is you, this is me, you got to pull your shit together, you know? Basically, you know, doing that cliche, tacky, looking at yourself in the mirror, pointing at yourself, talking to yourself like, listen, bitch, you got to do this. Stamp the fuck out of it. Like that type of scenario. Not that I do that, but, you know, everyone does their self-talk and in a similar, what I had just said, you know, not verbatim, but sometimes I have to do that to myself. Like you got to snap out of this shit. Like you really got to stop. And sometimes it's, sometimes it works and a lot of times it doesn't, you know, my eyes are exhausted. You know, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing the same stuff and it's exhausting. It's over, you know, exhilarating and not in a good way. And then at the same time with that exhaustion goes rage. I get very upset, very irritable, very, not, not necessarily irate. I don't like act out in that way, but just, it's just, you know, getting really over the top done with it. You know, I, I try too hard for it to mean nothing. And I guess that, you know, thinking about it and reading it and repeating it again, I try too hard for it to mean nothing. You know, everything that was described above, you know, I try too hard, you know, maybe to other people, it doesn't seem like I'm trying I have a lot of struggles that people don't know about. I have a lot of struggles, internal, personal. It just, I have struggles and a lot of people, and even the people that are closest to me don't know all of them. I say some, I mentioned parts of it, but I don't say everything. And I just, I struggle with a lot of stuff and it's, it's, it gets to a point where, like I said, it's, I, I've come too far and tried too hard for it to mean nothing. So that's my my motivator to keep going. You know, I'm I don't want to say fuck this. I don't you know, I don't give a fuck and just walk away and like, you know, you deal with it or if it happens, it happens, whatever. I, I can't walk away because everything that I've accomplished, every, you know, step that I've taken would have been for nothing. And yeah, that's pretty much what I meant by that. So the next one I'm going to read is called Life's Just Not. There's only so much she can take. The color in her eyes drain a little more every day. The gray in her hair has made more of an appearance. Life is just not. I wrote this one March 26th of 2023. I think it kind of coincides with the poem before. So I won't really elaborate too much on this, but just all of my life struggles, all of my internal struggles, my personal struggles and everything in between, there's only so much I can take. And there's only so much a person can take before you break, you know, metaphorically, you know, the color in my eyes have started to drain a little more every day. You know, they've lost, they're losing their, their oomph, you know, in life and just whatever, you know, people say that, you know, when you get stressed out, you know, you get a lot of grays and I color my hair, you know, 
between my sister and the person I go to sometimes to get my hair done and colored, they know that I have grays. So I cover it up, not on purpose, just because I, I like doing my hair. I cover it up with color. And, you know, with age comes gray hair. And sometimes, you know, people refer to it as, you know, the more stress you have, the, the more gray hairs you get. And that's basically what I was referring to. And just, you know, life is just not at the moment, just not. So moving on to the next one, I'm sitting here trying to make it shorter and I'm pushing 40 minutes. So I think after I have like three more poems left and that might be pushing an hour, but we'll see. Um, this one is called The Desire to Want. The yearning, the longing, the need for something that clearly doesn't exist, the wishing, the wanting, always a barrier to keep me still. If only I knew. I wrote this one, March 19th of 2023, and again, I could have been one poem. The last two poems, I think, connect very well with this one as well, because it's just pertaining to a lot of the stuff and the struggles that I've, I've had and experienced in my life. So I just, I feel like sometimes what I need, like the need for something is something that I I never got that I've never received. And I feel like sometimes, most of the time, it doesn't exist. So the wishing and the wanting, there's always some kind of wall. There's always some kind of, hey, fuck you, Katrina, not today, is always there. And it always keeps me at a standstill. I can never push back that barrier. And if I happen to even push it forward a little bit, there's always that, ah, fuck you, bitch, and pushes me way back. And if only I knew how to change it, how to not yearn, actually have, and longing instead of longing, which is the same thing, having, and the need for something that clearly doesn't exist. I, I need that something to exist so I don't make myself believe that it doesn't exist. Take the wishing away, fuck the wishing, the wanting. I have it. I don't want it because I already have it. And getting rid of that barrier. So yeah, that's pretty much that. Um, this next one is called Tales of Her. I wonder if there was ever a moment in her life when she felt safe. Her eyes tell many stories, yet she's never recited one. Her smile is hidden away beneath all the shambles of deceit, lost forever. She tells secrets with her body, secrets that are forbidden to tell. Her soul is lost among the flames that burn from within. I wrote this one March 8th of 2023, and I believe this one is a lot more deeper and also in cahoots with the last few poems that I just read. It kind of, they, again, they all kind of coinc uh, coincide, but, um, you know, wondering, you know, in her life, if she ever felt safe, not saying, you know, family or living with any, anybody, but 
just, you know, life in general, the people that surround her, you know, the stuff that she's gone through. Well, I say she, me, have gone through. Wondering if I've ever felt safe, you know, welcomed and, you know, not shunned away in some way. You know, our eyes, metaphorically, I think, maybe more straightforward at times than metaphorical, but our eyes tell many stories. And we don't always tell people those stories. Some people can see it through our eyes, facial expressions, body language. We don't necessarily have to say anything. People just know to an extent. Maybe not details, but people know. You know, her smile is hidden away beneath the shambles of deceit, lost forever. Sometimes I feel like I have lost the energy and the urge to want to smile. I can't tell the difference whether it's sincere, real, or fake. Not saying I am a fake person, but just putting up a front as past poems have mentioned. You know, again, with body language, we all tell secrets with our body. And we tend to reveal those secrets in a lot of ways without even saying a word. People just know. Like, you know, she, I can tell she's gone through a lot or, you know, she, she has hurt in her eyes. You know, just some people have that look that you can tell, but you don't know what, but you can tell. Um, and some of those secrets are, you know, forbidden to tell. It's just too hurtful. It's too much information. You feel that certain people can't handle what you what you have to say the stories that you tell and your soul ends up becoming lost within the flames you know so yeah that was that and i believe this is the last one it's a short one um this one is called desperate times i only wish I could escape the feeling of my own skin. To be someone else entirely. My eyes are tired and need to rest up. The pain that bruised inside, I'm not sure how much longer I can hold it in. This one was written February 20th of 2023. Another very deep poem. I, this goes very deep. I only wish I can escape the feeling of my own skin. As I've mentioned many times before, I don't like being me sometimes. Well, a lot of times. I don't like being me. I don't like the person I am on the outside. And it's very hard to accept that person. You know, what I see, what other people see, I feel like it's a burden. It's a hindrance. It's an embarrassment. And because of all of the bullying that I've had done, and I'll even put it to current because I know people talk shit. They just may not say it in front of me or, you know, I I know the look that people give me. And it's very hard to accept my being in my own skin. You know, my eyes are tired of seeing it. And not that rest is going to do anything, but, you know, they need to rest up, maybe prepare for the next day, the next, you know, chapter of fuckery. 
and the pain that brews inside, you know, with all of that stuff, it's, it's hard to move forward. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how much longer I can hold it in. It, it's very hurtful. You know, I, I know I've mentioned before and, you know, I know beauty is in the eye of the beholder and all that other bullshit, but being told that in so many words that you're, you're not attractive, you know, you weren't born with the best of looks kind of sticks with you. And once you get older, you tend to stare at your reflection, like literally stare I won't say stare into my eyes, but just, just stare at yourself, stare at myself and just, you're fucking ugly. And just all of those years, all of those words, all of the bullying, the name calling, how it made you feel, being scared to go to school every day, afraid of what's, what's ahead, you know, who's going to say what this time someone that you don't even know coming up to you and just start running their mouth talking shit. You know, it's desperate times. You know, you, you want to run away from it. You want to hide. You want to solve the problem. You want to take it away. But how are you supposed to do that? You know, in my situation, I don't have the money to make it disappear. And even if I did, would it be an improvement or more of a disaster? Would I be okay with it? Would I be more accepting of myself? Would I be confident? Or the way that I see it is that people tend to point out your flaws, but then when you change those flaws or you change that thing that someone pointed out, oh God, did you do that? What what did you do? It's like, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, well, you talk shit to me about, you know, this thing and you had no hesitation to point it out and make fun of it. But now that I changed it, you're doing the same thing. So what the fuck? That's kind of been my trend over the years in, in certain things. And I just, I don't like the feeling of being in my own skin sometimes. And it's, you know, this is what I have. This is what I was born with. This is, this is it, you know, all that good jazz. So not necessarily the, the poem I wanted to end on, but nonetheless, I'm kind of pushing an hour, so I'm, I want to kind of make my episodes a little bit shorter and maybe not an hour unless some of you enjoy listening to me yap for an hour. But I'm going to say this concludes the episode and repeating all the crap I say all the time at the end of these episodes to the ones who are always tuning in, you 14 subscribers, if you're even real, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. I'm no million viewers and subscribers and all that other stuff, but regardless, it's better than, you know, less than five, i.e. 14. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to the people that happen to stumble onto this and listen to it. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining in. Go back to the beginning, as I always say, and listen to the beginning. Kind of get to know me. Get, you know, a, a deal, a handle of what type of poetry I recite and write. I hope you guys like what you heard today and tune in next time. You can always catch this in future episodes at anchor.fm forward slash fractured poet. 
You can look me up on Spotify. You can look me up on iHeartRadio. I think it's Apple Music, Google something, wherever you get your podcast, look me up, listen to it, whatever you got to do. This episode of Fractured Poet was written and produced by myself, Katrina Wisniewski, music by Alternative Rock Volume 1 and Rock Electronica Volume 4 from freeplaymusic.com. You can always follow me on Instagram at Fractured Poet, which is strictly for my poetry, but you can also follow me at Fractured Goddess. That has all of, you know, my other shit, and I also get a little poetically insane on there too. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I hope I don't bore you. I hope you actually enjoyed this episode. And thanks for listening again, and tune in next time.